The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. The Eric Zincho Podcast, The Daily Show, where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Hello to you all. Uh, for many of you, you're working today, and you're kind of getting in that mode for the people that will be coming to your home as you celebrate Thanksgiving. And that's good. A word of advice. From a wise, old, decrepit man. That would be me. If you're planning on doing something new with the turkey, like let's say you're one of these guys that says, I'm going to smoke it this year. I'm going to smoke the bird. Have backup bird. If this is the first time you've done it, have your backup bird. Actually make a second bird. Okay, because you got no wiggle room at that point. If it comes out fucked, and it might, sometimes that shit's tricky if you don't know what the fuck you're doing. You don't want to have everybody all pissed off and hating you because of your shit smoke bird. All right? I've never smoked a bird. But I'm sure if uh, if I if I had the skill and the preparation, uh, it well if I did it, it would be perfect because everything I touch in the kitchen turns to gold. All right, meticulous. So in fact, if I was smoking a bird, I would not have backup bird because if I'm doing it, it's going to be perfect. All right. What about if you're a deep fry bird guy? Some of you like that deal, or maybe you're trying it for the first time. Uh, let's start with the basics. Make sure that uh, wherever you're uh, uh, actually frying the bird is outdoors and uh, on cement. Don't do it on your deck, idiot. And make sure when you lower the bird in, you do it slow. You know, uh, the 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 ice particles and, and the water on the bird have a tendency to, you know, explode when it hits the oil. Have your thermometer ready to make sure that your stupid bird is done so that you don't kill your, your freaking guests. And for the love of God, brine your bird. That's right. Sub- put it in right now. Put it in a gigantic uh, 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 pot of salt water. Now, it isn't as simple as just you know, that. Look it up. The internet is your friend. Look up about brining the bird. It uh, seasons it perfectly. And it's not at all dry when you cook it. It makes it so... It's just... It is absolutely a game changer. If you've ever gone to someone's house... And they and they serve the turkey, and you can just see it's as dry as a bone. Like like when they're cutting it, um, like sometimes people use those electric knives when they the, the, when they're cutting it, and the, and you can see like little bits of white 
uh, a turkey shit just falling off of it. And you can tell it's as dry as drywall just by looking at it. That's because whoever made the bird did not brine the bird. This is something that has to happen. I started brining birds uh, a few years ago, and I've talked about it every year since. If you don't brine the bird, you're an asshole, and you're going to make shitty food. For your old pal Eric Zane, it's Eric, Diana, Madison, Madison's boyfriend, Ash, and the NFK driving across the great state of Michigan to go be with my dad for his 88th uh, Thanksgiving. I take it back. It's at my, it's at charity scam Mike's house with my stepsister slash sister Elizabeth and their two kids, Chloe, Sophia, uh, my dad, Joanne. So there's 11 of us as far as I know, maybe more. Um, the idea is get there, eat, get home, probably nine, 10 o'clock at night podcast Friday. Yeah. I am I, no day off. I'll have, I won't podcast a new show on Thanksgiving. I do have a, not the best of the Eric Zane show podcast ready to go. And, um, okay. What did I write down for not the best of the Eric Zane show podcast? What segments are we going to do? All right. On tomorrow's not the best of the Eric Zane show podcast. Uh, I am going with. Let's see. My first podcast after being fired from WBBL. My first 25 minutes of that podcast. I, I called it episode 001, A New Hope. Star Wars nod right there. So tomorrow, well, yeah, the 24th at midnight, that will drop, as the kids say. Not the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast, Thanksgiving extravaganza. Now, whenever I say something extravaganza, that means it's not anything extravagant at all. Segment one, my first podcast after my firing from WBBL. So I sat down here and I uh, spoke for about 25 minutes. I told the story of getting shit can uh, by BBL, which a lot of you have already heard before, but this is two days after it happened. And uh, I sat here burping on the mic, drinking NAs on Sunday, January 6th in my unfinished room and with my garbage equipment. When you listen to that, you'll hear various uh, like audio burps and chirps that like, wait, what What just happened there? It's because I, I didn't have anything uh, uh, really secured in terms of how I wanted the show to sound. But I was able to, I, I managed to record it. And I, uh, I had a cell phone in front of me doing it on Facebook Live. And uh, there you go. That was the start of this. And nothing's really changed since then. Uh, I have a segment called Some Story where I told a 10-year-old to quit crying at a 5K road race. I have another moment where I hurt myself. I have my description of the brawl at the world-famous Juicy Seafood Kick and Crab. Segment titled The Time I Made Diana Think She Was About to Die, like going to die, like cancer. And while limo driving, I witnessed something that looked like a scene from the movie World War Z. 
It's a one hour and 37 minute show for tomorrow as you do your thing with your Thanksgiving preparations. Now, if you're hosting, that's serious stress. If you are hosting a Thanksgiving bash, that is some real heat because not only are you making the food and entertaining, but the house has to be clean and no one wants to help you. And, you know, it's just fucked. It's just a shit show. If you have to choose, abandon all cleaning. Maybe get the actual feces streaks out of the toilet. But for the love of God, do not get bogged down by that. Focus on the food. Okay? The second you get one thing at a time, the second you get distracted, something gets burnt, something gets fucked up, avoid all that. If these sons of bitches in the house do not want to help, okay? If they're busy screwing around, sleeping in, not helping you, okay? Be ready to throw them under the bus to your guests. And warn them. Say, look, we're going to need to work as a group here or else everything's going to be a disaster. And I am focusing on the food. So you have to, uh, kid number one, you clean that bathroom and your bedroom. Kid number two, you clean that bad, uh, you know, all that shit. Husband, fucking get to it. You ever go to someone's house and it's so clean you're like, there's no way you did all of this today. And I, I, it, it drives me crazy. Like I visit my buddy Jimmy and his house is spectacularly clean. I'm like, how do you do this? I don't know. I mean, my God. Everywhere I go in my house, it's a catastrophe. I've talked about this before. Trash it, clean it. Trash it, clean it. There is no... Uh, 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 a clean as I go. I mean, everywhere you look in this house. Now, what you see right now on this camera, I've made this very, very clear. A lot of times you'll see me on this show and this is what you'll see. All this shit within the view of the camera. And then I immediately grab it and move it so that you can't see it. It's a trick. But just so you know, there's shit everywhere here. Random. The most random. And I'd like to go over that with you right now. This is all within my reach. Uh, This is a check from the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. This is a check I wrote to me. Glasses. Hat. Light bulbs, fucking light bulbs, dirty towel. This right here is one of those things that you put um, on a uh, gas can. So, you know, it's a little screw on thing that goes on the, where the uh, spout, where the gas comes out. You put this thing on there so that the fumes don't leave 
when you're transporting the gasoline. Why the fuck would this be here? A set of Barbie headphones, which go on Mother Mary over there. Some of you may or may not know what the fuck that is. Checkbook number one. Checkbook number two. Old-ass Powerball ticket. Coins. Numerous pens. Of course, a dry erase marker. Busted iPad keyboard. Uh, More trivia cards. And uh, bottle cap. From uh, Coors Edge, which is a pretty good non-alcoholic beer. I, I kind of like that Coors Edge shit. They, I think it might be better than Bush N.A. Uh, this Jack notebook with all sorts of shit in it. Oh, my God. Just scribble scrabble everywhere. And this is... A uh, wash, rinse, repeat. The whole house. The whole house. You should see my garage. Oh my God, it is so fucking embarrassing. In fact, the day that I almost sawed my foot off with the um, with the chainsaw, it's still out. Like it's laying right in the garage, on the floor of the garage. Uh, the room stinks. Like, uh, too much dirty dog. Oh, Kent brings up a great point. He says, this is like what's in Hot Wings wallet. No, that's, that's true. That is absolutely true. I just hope it's not as boring. (laughs) Poor guy. Eric doesn't return items loaned to him. Now we see why. What did you loan me? Who is you? Who are you? I was going to say, who is that? Or who, who is you? KG underscore 0915. Eric doesn't return items loaned to him. Now we see why. Well, look, let me just tell you. That is true. That is absolutely true. Uh, case in point, just the other day. I think it was yesterday. Yes, yesterday. I get a phone call from our dear friend, Janine who when all of the, oh, Kendall, ha, 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 yes, Kendall. Uh, Kendall, all right, let me back up. Kendall loaned me a, uh, when you go running, you have a bell with those um, uh, water bottles in it. And so if you let me borrow it, it goes into the abyss. And there's a good chance you won't get it back. And I did that to him. And then one day his kids wanted, his little kids, his kids are, are, are school age kids. They want to like uh, start going and getting some exercise. And it was like 104 degrees out. And uh, they go, hey, dad, do you have a water belt that we can? And he goes, yeah. Oh, no. Uncle Eric took it. Oh, fucking shit. Oh, my God. No, that's absolutely true. I took your shit. I should probably buy you another one. I still have the one, but you're absolutely right. Uh, when all of the bridesmaids came over to spend the night here on the day before the wedding, 
Um, we had in the basement all these inflatable beds, okay? And so uh, we had uh, borrowed them from a couple of people. This one sweet lady, Janine, who was at the wedding with her uh, husband, Kirk. And um, so, like, here we are now three or four days later, and they're all still, like, inflated and downstairs. I haven't even been down there. She says, hey, um, calls me. We're getting set to travel to go visit family, and we're going to need some uh, our inflatable beds back. Can we come get them? Can we come to your house and and take the air out and put them back into the bags and and take? Can we take them from you? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, y- yes. Um, I am going to do all of that. I am going to. Uh, I will bring them to you. Are you sure? I'm like, yes, I'm sure. I feel like such a cock. Shit. Uh, So uh, did that. Wrapped them up neatly. Had we not gotten that phone call, they would have been in the basement until Madison got married. And I would have said, there you go. You and your bridesmaids. It's all set up for you. It's perfect. Chris, apparently a spirit animal, says he's said more than once. Now, this is exactly how I live. I leave shit wherever I last used it. And then when it comes to finding something, oh, fuck. If I need a screwdriver, I'm like, huh, where would a screwdriver be? There's no way it's in the toolbox. It's probably in the bathroom. So, so terrible. Really bad habit. Um, I was going somewhere, somewhere with this. Where was it? Oh, shit. It's going to be like this today. I'm just going to let you know that at three minutes... Prior to the start of this show, I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? So I have it. It's just kind of slapped together. I should remind you that Dear Meathead, that's the one thing I do have going, is uh, is happening uh, in 37 minutes with my beloved dad. Uh, send a question, eric at ericzaneshow.com on the Shoreliners striping inbox. All right. Uh, yesterday on the uh, Patreon bonus podcast. First of all, let me just tell you that um, one of the audience members has uh, developed a terrific, terrific impression of Trump. And I shared this for the last two days on the Patreon. And so I did it on the first day and uh, like two days ago. In fact, I'm going to share that with you now. And there, and I'm going somewhere with this. And if you've heard it on the Patreon, well, now we're going to uh, introduce this to everyone else. Eric Zane, this is President Trump leaving you a voicemail. 
I've got so many people that are calling me up and they're saying things, they're saying things, they're telling me things. So many people, Eric, you know. They're telling me that you're in your little dinky podcast above your little garage slandering the great patriots from the Boomer Bunker show. They say that Boomer Bob and Jean Domingo are tremendous hosts and their audience is full of true American swingers and great patriots. Patriots... Need I remind you that have helped uncover wonderful evidence that shows Biden stole the election and the Dominion voting machines in Michigan, all fraudulent. Now these patriots are working with my great pal, Mike Lindell, and they're going to expose you for the fraud you are. And we'll all soon see how you're linked into all this. I understand you've been getting a lot of legal letters. A lot of legal letters. Such a big fraud you are, Eric. Big fraud Zane, they call you. We're watching so very closely. Okay, so big fraud thing. And uh, let me just say, um, without hyperbole, that is the best impression of Trump I've ever heard. And I've heard a lot. Uh, from the emphasis to the repeating of the phrases and the silly words that he uses, it's great. So I did that, and right away people are like, who is it, who is it, who is it? And um, then I had another um, person. I had another uh, uh, voicemail left. All right, now I'm going to play that one too. So yesterday I said, "Oh, hey, look at former president left another voicemail." Big fraud, Zane is about President Trump calling. I told you we'd be watching closely, and people are telling me anonymous informants even like. A guy named Kenny, if you can believe this. Apparently, you played my voicemail on your little show to your disgusting little followers. And you know, you know, I'm pretty used to it, pretty used to it. You gotta give me credit for that. No one in American history has been more hunted than me. I'm a victim, really. And you know, I was just a phone call away from calling America's mayor and having him draft a letter about playing my voicemails without my permission on your show. But then I thought, maybe, maybe we're not so different, you and I. Maybe we're not. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong, but maybe, maybe we're not so different. Someone tells me the other day, if you can believe this, apparently I'm the most impeached president in American history. Crazy to think about. You know, I think... I think they should investigate all the old presidents. You gotta wonder, what was Taft up to? I imagine <laughs> he took quite a few documents when he left. He was a big guy, big guy, big guy Taft. <laughs> Did you know, Eric, they raided my beautiful house in Florida. My beautiful estate here, really, America's estate. And meanwhile, George Bush and Dirty Obama, Dirty Obama, what kind of things did they take? I think they took things. I think we all know they took things. And really, you and I aren't all that different. I understand you took things from your old show. I think I think you have an understanding about these things. Now, you kind of got a taste for what it's like to be hunted after your recent letter. You know, I think maybe, maybe we could do some great things together if you think about it. I've got a presidential run ahead of me, and, well, just think about it. We could really use someone like a bigger fraud Zane. I mean, we already both agree that Tudor Dixon was pretty at. What a shame. What a shame what happened up there in Michigan.
Ben says, if this dude is riffing, that's pretty impressive. Yes, that is all stream of consciousness. And, and what my point was, was it's one thing to come up with a couple of words of Trump, you know, to impress. And uh, I mean, do an impression that actually sounds like him. But that, there you have sustained sentences. This is a rant in character with and staying that way for extended time. It's not easy work. That is a rare thing. So right away, the gears are going in my head, boy. What can I do with this? Well, this is going to have to lead to me um, doing something a little further down the road. Uh, With playing those uh, clips, uh, I'll let you in a little bit as to what's going on behind my brain um, or in my brain. I'm establishing the segments for what I want to do in the future. And I, and I haven't quite figured out what, but I, I do have some things in my brain that uh, I'm kind of uh, leaving it alone right now, but uh, letting it percolate. But so yesterday I played clip number two and our beloved Kenny immediately outs who's doing it. Now I had never said who's doing the voice. It's a member of the audience. And Kenny says, hey, so-and-so, don't wreck it or uh, uh, don't let it get old, something like that. And I'm right away, I'm like, (sighs) so I didn't say anything during the show. I didn't like uh, deride him or let him have it or scream at it or scream at him or yell at him. And I've made it a point not to scream at him or yell at him because I don't want to upset him or make him, you know, or hurt his feelings or any of that shit. I'm trying not to do that. Last time I, I like I said, I always feel bad when I do that. So I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to fucking blow him up. So I wrote, dear Kenny, I'm trying to establish some type of theater of the mind with the Trump impression. And I wouldn't even have read this had he not, had it not gone the way I'm about to tell you that it went. I said, avoid naming names as to who you think it is, please. And then silly in a silly way, I wrote, please limit your response to no more than four words. Cause he always writes me a book. His response was, You had people yesterday saying it was so-and-so. Now, I didn't know that. I had no idea that anyone said it was, but I'm just telling him what I saw. So I guess other people, but again, I didn't know that. I just thought it was him and he's announcing it and he's saying, yeah, don't wreck it. It's like, "Eh, you know, just think, take it easy. No big deal. Just. Eh, lay low a little. Linda says, I assumed it was the same person Kenny did, but I didn't say it. Why? Why didn't you say it? Did you think? Huh? Did you consider perhaps there was something going on? Maybe I was up to something. You had people say yesterday it was, it was so-and-so. <laughs> and I wrote, see previous text about number of words. 
and he wrote this. Don't worry. You won't see any more words from me. Don't worry. You won't see any more words from me. And I'm like, oh my God. Why can't we just have a big boy conversation? What? What? Uh, Chris says, I told him on the chat, Eric is obviously having fun with this. I'm not going to spoil it. Now look, whoever, uh, I can't see it. Oh, Nate, Nate Bull, Nate Bull writes, thank God. Now come on. What the fuck? Don't say that about him. Amanda's back. She writes, Kenny's turning into me with the six-month ban. Aram says, I guess Kenny chose the Zaniacs. Now, I didn't I didn't go out of my way to upset him. I was, I mean, come on. Are you serious? Don't worry. You won't see any more words from me. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Oh, come on, man. Are you serious? Do I have to be on walk on eggshells? Come on, buddy. Hello. Hey, what in the world is going on over there? Uh, what is going on? Well, I just woke up. I got today off. I was okay. Well, what I meant was, it seems like you were visibly upset yesterday when you said, "Don't worry, you won't see any more words from me." What is going on? Uh, well, I mean, what do you want me to say, dude? Like, well, I didn't like insult you or attack you. I just said, "Hey, if you could keep that on the down low, that'd be great." Okay, but it's me. And the fact that other people mentioned I didn't know who that. that was. I did not know that. I have no idea well, who did that, Kenny. I didn't see it. I, if well, I had... well, I don't know that. I don't know that you didn't see it. But the day before, I was in the chat, and I was constantly asking on the Patreon chat, who is this? We must know. Who is this? I had no clue. No, no, no. That's totally fine. But that's if I, if I, if my, no, 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 you wait a minute. If I had known someone else was saying it, I would have, I don't know anyone else who did that. I can only uh, uh, reach out to the people that I know said something. And I just politely asked you, I said, please twice. I said, please don't do that. That's it. That's all I said. Twice. No, you didn't. I read what I said. I said, please on it. I said, please don't reveal who that is. I'm establishing theater of the mind. It's it was no big deal. Okay. I didn't I didn't attack you. I didn't call you a terrible name. Okay, okay, I got you. I I hear you, but I didn't know that you didn't see the other people saying it. So, well, Kenny, I, mean, I know now, but when I read that, I was like, wow, I, because it's me. That's how it feels. So Kenny, whatever. Kenny, what part of what I wrote was inflammatory? I went into that intentionally no, knowing that you're I'm so- not. Dude, I'm not saying any of it was inflammatory. Okay, so what what's the big deal? Is, damn. What? what I'm saying is, is that the previous day, I had no clue. Two other people mentioned it. I don't know that you didn't see those comments because you told me a while ago, if you remember, you see all the comments. You see everything. Do you remember telling me that? 
Okay, I see them. I don't read all of them. I mean, I, they they pop okay. up in front of me. Well, that's my point, though. Is I don't know that you didn't Come see that other man. people did it, dude. Look, it's I, I had no clue who it was. Kenny, I have no problem with you. I I just asked politely, would you please not mention who's doing the Trump impression? And now we're it's that's it. I got you, but you know it's all good. Like we've had too much drama in the past and you know like i'm sure people are sick of it like nut bowl wow. like, whatever nate oh, who cares about nate he's a fucking asshole I don't give a fuck about that yeah guy. i don't either fuck that guy you know what's funny is like we used to be like friends and like, he even ordered a t-shirt of yours with my fucking name on the back yeah <laughs> for himself kenny for come himself. on man and then and then look he started hanging out with dean and then he started hating me. Whatever. Fuck that piece of shit. Who? Nate? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. He started hanging out with Dean, and then he started hating hey, me. Like, hey, Nate can suck my suck our dicks. Let, no, I don't want him anywhere near mine. <laughs> well, I want him to suck my dick. That's what you tell him. Say, Nate, that's it. Dick, suck <laughs> it. But, um, look, if you want to know, and if anybody, like, honestly gives a shit, um... There's something that's been on my mind, and I don't know if this is the place for it. I don't know if we should discuss it offline, but honestly, dude, you know that I have a lot of love for you. Of course. Um, I always always have, and, like, you giving the kidney and all that, dude, like, I got a lot of respect for you. You are my guy. You are my guy. I I know where this is going. No, I don't know if you do, because... I don't feel like I'm your friend. I feel like I'm your content. Well, you're both. And I don't feel like I'm your friend anymore, man. I well, feel like I'm just content. So You're both, Kenny. I'm telling you that. Well, I'm telling you how I feel. And, like, people can talk all the shit in the comments that they want, but that's, that's honestly how I feel. So All right. Well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Hopefully you'll come back around to feeling uh, a little bit more positive. But I, I, again, I just didn't want anybody to mention all, all I wanted was no one to mention the name of the Trump person. I did not get that. I totally understand that awesome. now. Perfect. Thank you. But, but two people already had, so I was like, why did they get busted? You know what I mean? All right. But now that I've cleared that up, you can, you can forget that because I told you I didn't know that. So now we can just, we can just let all that go. Right, it's all right. I don't think it is, but I, I, I'm just telling you that that is that that was the dynamic. I didn't want you to get the impression that I was, uh, uh, oh, it's okay for everybody else to say it, but it's not okay for Kenny to say. It. That's 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 no, I that would not be the case. Okay, well, that's what I was feeling like yesterday. I got so it. I well, understand you today. Yep, and yep. So now, but now it's okay, right? Uh, right. Yeah, I it's, so. it's all good. Look, I mean, yeah. Hey, I got, dude. Nothing but love. Nothing but love. And, and when you can believe it or not, I, I mean, it's it's okay. I don't want you upset. Well, I'm just kind of bummed because of what I just said. I mean, that's the overlying thing of, or the underlying, what's wrong with me today? I hear you. Awake. I know it. You you don't feel the love. You feel like you're just content. Yeah. I, I understand it. And I'm going to be more cognizant of that because I don't want you to feel that way. I'm sorry, man. I mean, if people love me or hate me as part of your show, it's still like if I'm involved and it, it makes people get some riled up because I say stupid shit or whatever. <laughs> I, I mean, in the end, it's all good. 
Well, but, you know, it's look, still I, kinda... I, hey, I understand you getting upset about all of this. I understand why you feel the way you do. I hear you. I don't want you upset. You know, I, I really don't. I really don't. So that's why I'm, I'm telling you that I love you and everything's going to be okay. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, man. You know, I love you too. Even though you're, you're an asshole most of the time. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. So I want you to shed all that negative negativity and then, you know, uh, I'll, I'll be more cognizant of that so that you don't feel that way. That's, that's my goal. All right. Well, uh, my goal honestly was to just, if I listen, I listen. If I don't, I don't, but I was going to shut the fuck up. And, hey, I don't want that. Know, I don't want that. Well, uh, Cole, I, I kind of feel like I need to do that right now. Well, so. you, you know what? You do you. You do you. I'm not going to get in the way of that. But I just, I just wanted to clarify that I had no, in, no intent of, uh, of uh, hurting you uh, when I asked you to quit saying the name of the Trump character. Well, no, I, I believe you there. I don't think you're trying right, to hurt me. All it's right. just kind of like, I was like, did he not see them all the people? What well, the fuck? that you know? was, yeah, I know it. That was the straw that broke the camel's back. So there you go. I just wanted that to be, <laughs> to be cleared up. Uh, Cole right. is suggesting that as soon as I hang up with you to give you 600 seconds. Oh, that's, that's okay. Can you find me? I, don't, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, I changed my username to go back to more like my gaming stuff because uh, okay. I participated uh, in other Twitch channels. So. Well, no, I I don't know. I don't know which one you are. Well, okay, you take care, <laughs> and I hope I I hope we are in a better spot. And as time progresses, you will feel more comfortable. Well, yeah, it's all good, man. I understand you now. I appreciate it. All right. Okay, all right. I'll talk to you. Love you, brother. Okay, let me do. Thank you. Yeah, he was he was upset. He was upset. And fucking Nate over there, you filthy cocksucker. What the fuck is wrong with you? Jesus. I think uh he's gonna tell you, Nate, to suck Kate's dick. That's whatever I think this is going because that's Kenny's big one. If he has to drop the hammer, it's going to be on telling you to go suck someone's dick. And I tell you what, you don't want to be on the receiving end of a Kenny motherfucking. If Kenny motherfucks you, oh. All right. Florida man 814 says that made me kind of sad. Kenny is loved by us. And I'm glad you say that, Florida man 814. We have fun, but we love him, and we genuinely genuinely root for him in life. Amanda, not so much. She writes so stupid. Chris agrees with Florida man. I agree with Florida man. I do not agree with Amanda, who as now the spotlight is on her, for calling, for saying so stupid. Look at Brandis says we love Kenny. Uh, Ryan agrees with Florida man 814. Ben says without Kenny, I would have never known about banana worms. See? Uh, Amanda clarifies. So stupid talking about the situation. Oh, bullshit. 
That is that is real. That's human human interaction uh, coming out on the show. That is a, something that was festering, and it needed to be taken care of. Um, Chris writes Amanda and Nutbull, the new power couple. Kyle Ryan says everyone loves Kenny. Sarah, I'm sorry. Megan says Kenny, uh, love for life. Jesse says I don't think I bust your balls ever, Kenny. But if I do, I'm zero percent serious. Oh my God, look at this. And then he adds hashtag Team Kenny. All right. So I and 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 from me, I I, I feel bad that he thought that, uh, you know, you you only use me to make fun of me, and you don't. I mean, I no. That is, that is not true. I love you forever, as I do everyone, for the most part. Kind of. Sort of. Okay. Um, so we got several people on here on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, and I must kick you all out. You must go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live if you want to watch the rest of the show. You can also download the audio wherever you download podcasts. Just search Eric Zane Show. And if you ever want to send me an email, reach out on the Shoreliner Striping inbox, eric at ericzaneshow.com. Thank you. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Rom writes, I am on Team Kenny but not Team Zaniacs. I mean, the group formerly known as Zaniacs. All right. I am uh, I am a supporter of the group formerly known as Zaniacs. I love them. Uh, there's only like six of them. But they bring me so much joy. Um, what I do is I go, not when they're live, but I go to the Boomer Bunker, which I was told by the group formerly known as Zaniacs, Fucktard Dean and Fucktard Lonely Nick. Um, they announced that the Boomer Bunker was canceled, but that's not true. I don't know what the fuck they were smoking. I think that the Boomer, but well, I know the Boomer, the Boomabunka is, in fact, still a show. This is why I thank the Zaniacs. Because Aram says they will always be the Zaniacs. Yeah, in terms of uh, ease of describing, sure. I guess so. Um, Zaniacs is now a term of former audience members who now despise the show. But they all still listen. And support me by listening. Uh, Field Not Found says the Castaways Facebook page, which, by the way, it was supposed to say castoffs, but Andrea didn't know that word. So she called it castaways, like the crew of fucking the SS Minnow. The Castaways Facebook page is so sad. Now, maybe eight people actually active. Oh, yeah, we know that. And those same eight people check out the boomer bunker. And what you do is you don't watch a boomer bunker live because then they'll know you're watching. 
So you wait till it's done, and then you go back and you you see their comments. And fucking um, sick fuck Dean is on there. The most recent episode saying that the uh, governor's election and all the the, the most recent election in Michigan, he's going, it was rigged. The whole, the whole election was rigged. And I'm like, Ugh, ick. He's still, it's like ugh, that whole type of like, he says those things, then the eyebrows go up and you're like, oh no. Oh God. Chris, I saw you there. And I, I, I love Chris here because he, he, he watches that show and he sees those comments and he's like, oh God, he says he laughed out loud, but you didn't say that you laughed. You didn't call him out in that show, which I understand why you wouldn't do that. But I like how you come here and say, yeah, <laughs> I laughed out loud. That's entertaining to me. The reason why I love them is because that shit is funny. Um, Linda writes, yeah, Dean, your sister rigged her signatures to get on the ballot. <laughs> Fuck it. That's a joke. That's a good joke, though. I love it. Uh, Aram says the Zaniacs are people who hate the show, but supposedly wish it their best. Chris adds, I don't say shit. You're smart. Uh, Jesse says, Zane, do you miss Patriot slash Lonely Nicks dropping his entire paycheck on gift Twitch subs, which I learned from Plain Talk John that Twitch keeps like 50%. Um, well, no, I don't. And here's why. I always felt uncomfortable with that because I know he doesn't make a lot of money. And so I was always like, God damn, dude, quit it. Stop doing that. You're making horrible decisions. And frankly, I, sh- I sh- frankly, I should have said, hey, seriously, don't do that anymore. Now he needs that money for um, to download a, uh, a internet divorce lawyer. Download a form from an internet divorce lawyer. God, that is, that is ugly. What a disaster. I'm telling you, I knew that one was coming when like six, eight months ago, he published to Facebook the old, uh, I got to get my temper in check. I've always had a bad temper. And he didn't like say specifically what he had done, but obviously it was a, a marital issue of some type. And, uh, Everybody knows that the day you want to try to turn it around, you got to fall on the sword publicly and announce to the world that, yeah, I'm bad. I'm not going to tell you what I did, but I'm going to fix it. You know, in an effort to make it seem like uh, you've changed your ways. Florida man 814 speculates. I think he pulled a random Joe. Any old Joe, average Joe. Who knows? Okay. All right, so we've gotten a lot done here. I went to bed and I was legitimately, I felt bad. I felt bad because I knew Kenny was upset and I'm not I'm not even bullshitting you. I was like, what do I do? I go, well, I'm going to talk about it on the show. I think it's important that 
this get out there. I knew he was upset, but I honestly didn't, I didn't want to jump into the whole realm of uh, me saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, because I didn't intend to hurt him in any way, shape, or form. So basically what the point of all of this was, was clarification. Clarification that other than Amanda and Nate, I and everyone loves you. There isn't one person who's enjoying this live show who disagrees with that statement with the exception of your future wife, Amanda, and uh, Nate. And, I don't, and Nate's just fucking with you, by the way. Nate doesn't dislike you. He just wants you to fuck off. That's it. Some people uh, do that. They, they like people, but they tell them to go fuck themselves. Right? That's right. Look, there's Kenny. He's back. Zildjian. Armenian symbol maker. Kenny says Nate isn't joking. Well, I'm just telling you that I think he is. Now, you might know more information than me. You might have called him up and he said, I'm serious. I want you to die. But I don't think that's part of Nate's makeup. I don't think he would do that. I think he's just fucking with you because he knows that you'll react. That's what I think. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But I'm just happy Look at, look at Nate, the fucker. He's laughing hysterically. Do you guys want me to try to get Nate and Kenny on at the same time? Is that what you people want? I need everybody to be on the same page. Kenny needs to pick up the phone when I call. Ben says, do it. Linda says, please. Florida man says, don't do it. Brandon says, don't. All right, I'm calling Nate right now. Amanda says, waste of time. Your call has been forwarded to an... All right. We're going to have to reconvene on that because it's almost dear meathead time. Kenny says, ask why he let Dean make him hate me. Well, that's a question for you. You could ask him that. You should reach out to him. Because I like Nate a lot. Nate, to me, has been nothing but absolutely a saint. I love Nate. And anytime I tell him to fuck off, I'm totally kidding. I think you and Nate would be fast friends. <laughs> that statement hurts my head. Who hates whom? Kenny wrote, ask why he, referring to Nate, let Dean make him hate me. Yeah, I, I I don't get it either. I don't know what's going on there. I am not entirely fluent in Kenny. All right, so I've accomplished a lot here. I have, I think, um, 
kind of like uh, settled Kenny down. And, and he's back commenting. That's saying a lot. 56 minutes ago, he had the blues. And we have turned the day around for him. And, and yeah, that's, that's a big deal. Chris says he's saying, Nate, let Dean convince, convince him, Nate, to hate Kenny. That sounds weird to me. I don't know if I believe that. Kenny says, we used to be cool. Then he hung out with Dean and started to hate me. I don't know. One day we'll get to the bottom of this. I promise you that. All right. Before I say another word, uh, thank you again to Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance for supporting the YouTube page, YouTube channel. Thank you to Blue Frost IT for supporting me on Twitter while it is still a thing, I guess. There's still word that it's just going to implode, but I don't know if I really believe that. All right. Ad-free Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Sign up for the Patreon to get 11 bonus shows, usually every week. Um, We have the daily Patreon bonus podcast, which is a follow-up to this podcast. When I get done with this one, shortly thereafter, I do uh, that one. The... Uh, Lost Zane recordings, Mondays and Fridays. Smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. Yesterday, Dale took on a very, very sweet young lady by the name of Nicole. Uh, You have the Insane Asylum. Two-hour music-driven radio show, part of Northern Michigan's Q100. I make it available commercial-free. Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, missing that this week. Who are these Zanes missing that this week? Ben can't record. Sometimes those things happen. All on patreon ad free patreon <clears throat> excuse me <coughs> oh damn it boy i haven't been in a mode lately where i kind of just go 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 and i get on too much of a roll and i go for like one hour without doing ads i'm not kidding you when i started to do this show it was you better have your ads done every 30 minutes max. And here I am an hour and I have none done. If you're listening to the audio podcast, sit through the sponsors for fuck's sake. Don't, you know, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll bargain with you. You can bump it up to one and a quarter speed or one and a half, but you have to listen. Hello to my friends at Sarah Honda Granville, S-E-R-R-A. Sarah Honda Granville on Kenwa Avenue, just north of 44th in Granville, Michigan. Go there, test drive a brand new Honda, then sit down with one of the multi-talented people there who uh, sell the cars and tell them what you want on the car. Drive home, know that you're good to go with all the financing you need, or maybe you're rich as hell and you bought it cash. And then you wait for your car to be built, show up on the lot, they prep it, fill it full of gas. Do pay for the floor mats. That's my advice. Don't go with the factory ones. They're garbage. All cars have garbage floor mats. Uh, And then there you go. A few weeks after you make that decision, that's how the uh, car selling industry works these days. Or if you want a car to drive off the lot today with... That sounded weird. That sounded weird. If you want a car today 
Go there and check out Michigan's largest selection of certified pre-owned cars. And buy one, drive it off today, like new, under warranty. Sarah Honda Granville. Bennett Flooring Installation. These are the folks who want to install the flooring brand new in your home. The least expensive way to install the flooring professionally. Bennett Flooring Installation. Online at BennettFlooringInstallation.com. Show off at your house, measure the room or rooms that you want uh, the new flooring installed. By the end of the day, you have the estimate as to how much it's going to cost you. If you uh, really want to make this a cost-effective thing, rip out the old flooring yourself. Do the heavy lifting, the uh, demolition, I guess, and get rid of it. The flooring that I want you to install into your home, I want you to buy it from Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet in Granville, Michigan. Go there today. For the big Turkey Day sale. I have no idea if there's a Thanksgiving sale. But anyway, I do know that there's uh, every type of flooring under the sun there in that big old warehouse. Walk in there and just pick out what you want. Whatever you want, they have for you there. And you can leave with it. It isn't like you go there and then like put in an order and then you got to pick it up. You go there, bring your truck or your minivan or whatever it is. Pick out what you want. And then you you leave with it. That's it. It's priced ridiculously cheap, cheaper than anybody else in the entire state. So it's well worth the drive because of how much they buy in advance and then it sells. So they get it at a discounted rate because they buy so much. And then when you mention my name, you save 10%. Thank you, Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. I'm about to bring in dad for Dear Meathead. Okay. All right. Kenny is back in a big ass way. Look at him. Uh, I'm going to read some of these comments. I thought Kenny was getting pictures taken with Dean during the summer meeting in Michigan. Yeah. I think you're, aren't you still pals with Dean? Kenny? I thought you were pals with all those zaniacs. Ben says, I met everyone once at the BBL one-year anniversary party, and that was it. I don't know anyone, really. I need to see what you look like. I forget. Amy says, if this Nate guy was so easily convinced that you are terrible, then Nate wasn't a good friend to begin with. There you go. Words of encouragement. Kenny writes to Aram, Aram, I did that because of my other friends there, but I do not consider Dean a friend. I can be civil and keep my mouth shut as a courtesy for actual friends. It's called being an adult. I'm a 50-year-old man doing what a 50-year-old man should. Hmm. All right. Uh, Kenny says, no, Eric, I did that because of my other friends there, but I do not consider Dean a friend. I can be civil and keep my mouth shut. Okay, so that's what you, all right. Uh, all right, gotcha, gotcha. What about that time you told Kate to go suck Dean's dick, though? <laughs> did, when you apologized, did you have to say, Kate? I'm sorry I told you to suck Dean's dick. Or did you go the route of, Kate, I'm sorry I was mean. Because I think 
if you really wanted to make some waves, you would have to say, like, in tears, I'm sorry I told you to suck Dean's dick. And then you write, come on, man. Well, I didn't say it. You said it. I, look, I can't get in trouble for saying what you said. Florida man 814 says that was one of my favorite moments moments ever. And it was 100% deserved. Kenny kicked her right in the CU next Tuesday. Oh, shit. I'm glad you did it. I think she does. Fuck her. Hello, Grand Rapids. Hi, Dad. Hello, my son. Sorry, I missed your, uh, I usually give you a call the day before. I forgot. That's all right. You were entitled to a one or two forgiving. <laughs> it's uh, yep. All right, that that's perfect. That's perfect. That's a great way to start. Yes, I tell you, you needed a lot of rest. Oh, you're talking about after the uh, 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 party? Yeah, at the party and after the party. Oh, I mean, what a party you had! Holy cow, that was the biggest wedding I've ever seen. That was uh, a, a lot of love in that room. Did you see me crying during the daddy-daughter dance? Yes. Yes, we did. Oh, my gosh. That was a tearjerker. Yes, you did. Yes, you did, honey. I cannot believe my little girl is, uh, one of my little girls is married, you know? Yeah. Well, that's how life goes, honey. Joanne just reminded me today how old I was. I started thinking, holy cow, I'm close to a grave. Oh, don't do no, no, you can't say that. You know, you well, are me. Hey, you uh, determine what's going to happen to you. Well, you know, you Armenians live a long time. You're probably, you've probably got another 50 years. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think I want it that long. As usual, numerous people came up to me and they were shocked that Joanne is 87. Yes, is it 87? Yeah, <laughs> they were they were like, my God, she looked and I said, I've all well, and I've said that on this uh, in our conversations many times. I was like, you you are somehow able to uh, 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 maintain a youthful appearance. It's really, really fantastic. Isn't she gorgeous? She really is. <laughs> yeah, my wife is gorgeous. She does my hair for me. Joanne says I do her hair. Elizabeth. Elizabeth, yes, yes, yes. Um, Let's see. And and by the way, you really look good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, just threw on a tuxedo. That's it. Just threw on a tuxedo. You really, I was so proud of you. Uh, It was uh, was quite an event, and uh, we'll be back with you tomorrow for Thanksgiving. All right. So I will see you at uh, Mike's house there, and that will be a lot of fun. Uh, you going to cook? <laughs> well, it's funny you say that. I'm making my famous Armenian sweet potatoes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. You're going to be your – make sure you do not forget your insulin this time. No, we, I, I, I've got them all the time. If I'm understanding correctly, I'm not sure if you remember, but at the wedding, there was a mishap, and you left the insulin at the hotel. That's right. Yep. 
So now you were sitting next to a physician that is uh, your son-in-law or your, um, I guess that is, that's not your son-in-law. Um, uh, a man, uh, uh, what do you call it? Sam's husband, Jason, is a doctor. So he, yeah, 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 yeah. he was monitoring you. No kidding. Yeah, he was like, all right, we got to make sure he doesn't go. In. You know, he was like uh, uh, making sure you were eating the right foods. So I, I that that's a good thing. I was happy with that. But uh, everything worked out. So now we will oh, have. Oh, it was perfect. Okay. So uh, that will be a good time. I have some questions for you. And if anybody in the audience has a question, as always, you can email it to me, eric at ericzaneshow.com. Ben hey. writes, uh, he writes, dear Meathead and Joanne. Eric told us about his daughter's wedding. Do you have a favorite memory from Eric's wedding or anyone else's wedding? I do. <laughs> she does. I don't remember a thing. Okay, Joanne, what what is your favorite? When we were taking the pictures and Mike got on his knees and put his shoes on the end of his knees because he was... <laughs> oh, yeah, that was fantastic. And I'll, and I'll describe it to everybody. Was that... Um, whose wedding was that? That was yours. Your wedding. At my wedding, we wanted a group photo with yeah. all with all of this bunch, and instead yeah. of just kind of like dropping to a knee, Mike yeah. Mike got on his knees, but put his shoes on the ground and kneeled into his shoes. He looked like a dwarf. <laughs> Yeah, so it looked like a whole family of of oddball looking, <laughs> oddball looking dwarfs. Bunch of comedians, I'll tell you that right now. The fantastic <laughs> photo, legendary photograph. I got to get my hands on that next time I see you. Okay, I got it. Hey, right. you know, I didn't see your brother around too much. What was it? Where was he? You mean uh, brother yeah. Jim? Huh? You mean Jimmy? Gi- Jimmy? He was doing what? Mingling. It was mingling, according to Joanne. Uh, yeah, I, I, um, I, he was. There was a couple times he was on the dance floor with you. Yeah. So he was there. Oh, yeah. he, you saw him there. I saw you dancing and using your cane as a guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody loved that. Everybody loved that. Okay, very good. Off and running on another edition of Dear Meathead. Um, let's see. Dear Meathead. Good morning, Ruben. Good morning. John writes, my wife wants to go cut our Christmas tree down the day after Thanksgiving. I think that's way too early. Do you have an okay date to set up the Christmas tree? First of all, is this a real tree that's in the ground? That's what he's saying. Why would you cut it down? Well, you can't get it in the house if you don't. Yeah, I got it. You haven't you ever well, heard if of? If it's in the ground, let it grow. <laughs> the Christmas tree, right? Well, yeah. But... What? Yeah. It's a living tree. So, no, I'm I'm one that is not uh, yeah in favor of cutting down first trees and oh, all that okay. that's in the ground. Yeah. If I had a tree uh, for any possible time uh, in the ground, I'd let it grow. Okay, so you're going to say put up a like a fake tree in the house? Well, no, no, no. If, if that's uh, what it is. Well, then you're saying no to any oh, Christmas tree? Like, no, no, I cut it down. I cut it down. Uh, okay, so you've had a change of heart. You go cut down the tree, put the decorations yeah. on it. Christmas tree, honey. You know, 
a lot of these people have actual Christmas tree farms. Yes. You know, where they uh, they they grow like uh, hundreds of them. But some people have property, and they go out on their property and cut the tree down. Yeah, you, yeah, you pick them and take them home. Yeah, I think that that's what this guy's doing. So, yeah, that's okay. But when he wants to know when, because the wife is like day after Thanksgiving, we got to yeah. go get the Christmas tree and and. Uh, yeah, generally I thought take it down right away. You know. No, go get it. Man. I mean, go get it. Okay, yeah. so you're gonna go get it the day. You think that's okay to get put the Christmas tree up yeah. the day after Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah. I like to clean things up. That's what we do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that either. Uh, I, I actually, I don't have a problem with anything, but uh, a lot of people do do it right after Thanksgiving, getting ready for Christmas. Yeah. Okay. So it's just a tree you've had. It serves uh, uh, purpose. You need a lot of time for it to be up. And, uh, you know, hey, yeah, get rid of it. No. Uh, no, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Um, all right, Dad, how about this one? Uh, Chris has an uncle, his uncle Devin, um, who is kind of a slob and he swears all the time. So he writes, here, Ruben, uh, I have a question for you. My uncle Devin is very messy. He smudges random foods on counters, the fridge, and salt shakers. Uh, he doesn't wipe his hands off before he touches anything. He also curses at the television and says the N-word in front of people. Uh, do you have any advice for welcoming such a, a person along with their uh, obviously soiled pants? What should what what should I do about Uncle Devin? Just ignore the hell out of him and don't even associate with him. Well, well, wait. He's, he's part of the he's part of the family, though. I don't care. That that's not a good thing. Uh, okay. I mean, I'm raising a family. I'm trying to teach them some uh, manners or language and this and that. And I cuss and swear and all that in yeah. front of them. He's, no he's, way. Yeah, you got to maybe have a talk ahead of time. I maybe. hope he's listening to me, but you're a jerk doing that. Yeah, you can't be saying the N-word to the TV, for God's no, sake. No, no way. I mean, what kind of a sick... You can't say that to your family. You should never speak that word, period. Oh, yeah. I agree with you 100%. Uh, maybe maybe uh, pull Uncle Devin aside and say, look, I know you have a, a potty mouth. Can you kind of just keep it in check? And uh, and also wipe your hands. Don't touch anything unless you get the food off. <laughs> I guess you – know, A slob is a slob. But then again, it don't have to remain as a slob. All right, a slob. Clean yourself up. I'm sorry I'm rough out on hey, you, buddy. Hey, that's okay. You know, but, I mean, that's, that's a person of yours that, that, that is dealing with you, and I'm really powering off on that. I, I don't like people that have got filthy mouth and yeah, this and that. No. Especially father, my God. You're raising kids, maybe. I oh, don't know yeah. what yeah, this I mean, situation if, is. And if, yeah, you, you say that in mixed company, and then you're 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 touching the cabinets and making them all gross. Yeah, people don't like that stuff. Uh, I'm with you. I don't know. Uh, thank God we don't have to deal with that. Uh, anyway, this is uh, Nathan. Nathan writes, "Dear Meathead, my uh, 12-year-old daughter, for some reason, I think she's a little immature." has been laughing hysterically because she draws penises on things. 
So the kid's going around drawing ding-dongs on paper and, and wherever she can draw it. The dry erase board. He says, what do you think about that, meathead? My 12-year-old's drawing ding-dongs on all these different spots in the home and laughing at it. Uh, What should I do? Is this okay? It's not okay. First of all, uh, who posed for her? Do you want to say who poses for her? Oh, no. (laughs) 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 But I I don't understand where the kid would come from. Yeah. That will do that. If, if he, there's yeah. got to be some kind of an exposure somewhere. Yeah, the kid's been exposed to penis, is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, how would she know where Yeah, that's yeah. right. How does the corner Joanne? How do you know what uh, she looks what she, what he, you know. Yeah, that's, that's, that's weird. Like. That's all weird. I mean, you got to tell if that kid to knock it off. is exposing that child to, or did expose to that. Yeah, get to the bottom of that. Right, yeah, you right. You got to figure it out, and then. So wait away. a minute. Are you suggesting that the dad walk up to the child and say, "I don't know who does it." Say, "Hey, uh, you need to tell me who showed you the penis." Yeah. How did you How did you know what a penis looks like? That's you got to right. find out. Absolutely. And then go to the core of it. This is ridiculous. And then next thing you know, the language will change. Right. Yeah, that, then it starts. She's starting to use slang terms that are just, it's complete yeah. potty talk. You can't yeah, have that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cannot no, have that. I hate that. I hate that. Behind that. Looking into. Yeah, yeah. The, the you never know. Joanne's, there's something behind that. You better look into that. Yeah, exactly. How old is this child? The child is 12 years old, and she's, she's apparently addicted to drawing penises. Oh, boy. Maybe she's trying to get her parents to talk about sex. I don't know. I, hopefully it isn't something like she wants her dad to uh, show her his penis. Well, somebody showed it to her. Yeah. I don't know what it looked like. That's right. That's right. Wow. You heard Joanne. You, yeah. you did hear Joanne, didn't you? Yeah. yeah, I did. And you know what? I'll just say this. And all When I was growing up, at no point did you ever show me your penis, and I'm very thankful. Oh, my God. There's no way. That to me that was a personal thing. Yeah, you don't go around just showing your penis to children. Oh my god. Oh what? I don't want to show it to adults either. No. You don't show <laughs> you don't show your penis to anybody. There's only one person who should see your penis. It's me. Well, two people. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I forgot that. Well, there you go. It's pretty much just you and one other. I'm gonna leave it right there. No, that's right. Yeah, now I'm gonna leave leave the penis talk behind at this point. And, and I'm serious. This guy better be serious about training that the, uh, child. That is, that's uh, a no no, and that's it. He yeah, but be doing that. yeah, but how do you 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 said train the child? How do you how do you uh, train them to not know what a penis is? Is this a male child? I think it's a female child. Oh, that's worse. oh yeah, that that's rough. This is rough, rough stuff to be sure. Yeah, oh, boy, that kid got got involved with something. Yeah. That, uh, well, she might have seen a yeah, maybe she saw a picture or something. You know. Well, how did a picture get to the hands of a right, child? Right, right. Who's going around? Who's going around saying, "Here, twelve-year-old, let's let's sit around and look at some penis." <laughs> 
sounds pretty funny, but it's really ridiculous. Hey, what do you want to do? You want to play catch? No, let's look at penises. I don't understand the, the, the makeup of the parents. Right, right. Or, or if yeah. the parents hear about it, wow. why don't they... You know, tape at the end of it that they, yeah. you cannot be doing that, because I know you want to hear it. Let's go to Big Bot Dick, because I know you want to hear it. Did you hear what she said? I did hear that, yes. Oh, maybe so. All right. I'm uh, not very philosophical. I'm, I'm a no, cut and dry type of a guy. Yeah, right? you know, you don't want to You don't want to get philosophical about something like that. I, you know. No. Okay. I raised a lot of girls. Oh, yeah, girls, they get curious, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, so do boys. So do boys. But my daughters never do penises. No, no. Straight (laughs) shooters, as far as you know. All right, here we go. Brian writes, uh, Dear Meathead, uh, uh, this is from uh, Benny in Knoxville. Benny from Knoxville, Tennessee writes, Hi, Benny. Happy Thanksgiving to you and Joanne. And Thank then, you. Same to you and your family. He yeah. writes, he writes, uh, I know a guy named Nate, and we used to be friends. All of a sudden, Nate started hanging out with a bad crowd, and since then, he's been mean to me. He tries to hurt my feelings, and it sometimes makes me cry. Should I beat Nate up? Well, first of all, you got to let Nate know how you feel about what she does. Yeah, what you got to tell Nate, Benny, that he's being hurtful to you. Yes. And then if it's continue, so I'm sorry, but I really don't need your friendship because of what's going on here. Just be straight. Be straight with Nate. Yes. <laughs> straight Nate. Hey, you will lose Nate, but you'll find another Nate somewhere else that suits your personality. If your personality is good and kind... This is, this is, I'm, uh, my makeup is totally kindness and goodness. Of course. Unless someone hurts, uh, unless, excuse me, unless someone hurts me, then I'll just back off, back off and get away from them. I don't want to see them. I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to do nothing. All right, I'm writing this down. My makeup is kindness. Yes. I mean, if someone's giving me love, respect, understanding, because two guys are two guys. That doesn't mean they cannot be loving to each other, caring for each other, taking care of each other's families. You know, hey, this is how good things happen. All right. That kindness to each yeah. other. Yeah, being sweet to each other. This Nate guy needs to get his act together. Absolutely. Nate, you're a jerk if you're going to keep that up the rest of your life. Dad, I have breaking news. Uh-oh. Uh, your son, uh, Paul Anthony Rising, is enjoying the show live as we speak. And he says, happy Thanksgiving to you. To me? Yes. Paul, well, I'll tell you something. I have actually missed you. I didn't want to see you pull away from me. That is, and you did. That is very sweet. You know, uh, there's a lot of uh, things to unpack there. A lot of uh, uh, hurt feelings over the years. And, uh, you know, you're both very loving people now. And you're both in very good spots in your lives. It's, uh, I don't know why this happened, but you were my son. You, He is your son. Well, 
He, he, he pulled away. He is yours. I think you both pulled away. Um, both, uh, you're both, uh, that is your son and you both are in a wonderful spot. You're both very, uh, observant of the Bible and, uh, and you, you have a lot of love in your hearts. It wouldn't surprise me if, um, you guys got back together because, um, you do have a lot of love for him and you did adopt him. He is your son. And I, I think that anything can be repaired. That's no. right, Paul. You don't need to pull away. Well, we you... need to pull together. Right, because you both kind of pulled away. But, you know, I mean, sometimes it is meant to be. Other times it is not. And uh, I'm just happy that you're both here. Well, I'd like, to, I'd like an opportunity to do all of these things. All right, Dad. Well, I love you guys so very much. I appreciate you, and I will see you coming up. Uh, in less than a day. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Are you bringing that huge monster truck of yours? The RV? No, I'm coming in a car. Coming in a car. <laughs> Just okay. a car. Just a car. Okay. All right. Well, I love you guys. I love you too. And thanks for the opportunity. The pleasure and is I, all mine. We will see you tomorrow. You know what? Let me just finish with this, going over some of the things you just finished saying. Uh, 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 I am entitled to one or two forgivings, was something you said. Yes. Uh, then you wrote, or you said, a slob is a slob, but then again, a slob doesn't have to be a slob. And then That's right. you had, you will find another Nate to suit your needs. That's right. And last but not least, two guys are two guys. Right. These are all absolutions. Okay. Well, I love you guys. I will see you uh, shortly and uh, right. well, tomorrow. Love you, honey. Love you, honey. Okay. Talk to you then. God bless. See you. Bye-bye. God bless. There you go. Uh, Push-up Paul in attendance. That makes me happy. Uh. Paul, can I describe what your last couple of days has been like? I haven't spoken of it, but I'm curious. Can I get into uh, what you've had to do? Oh, good. He says yes. Poor fucking Paul. Jesus Christ. Sorry. Uh, Two days ago, and he's smart because he started to feel bad. He had a, a pain in his chest. And so, you know, Paul's a few years older than me. He's like 62. And he starts feeling, um, you know, uh, tightness in his chest. And it hurt him when he he was breathing. So he drives himself to the fucking emergency room. All right. Hold on a second here. Daisy, we can't have this. She's trying to get Bruce aroused. Oh, man. Anyway. Paul's in discomfort and uh, he goes to the hospital. So I get a message uh, at about this time, I think it was. Yeah, I'm in the hospital, emergency room, chest pains. Like, oh shit. Uh, And um, so then that, uh, my brother Jim is closest to him. And so uh, the four boys, Jim, Eric, Mike, Paul, are all informed. Paul's in the hospital. They run a series of tests on him. We're wondering what the fuck is up. They put him into us through like a stress test protocol. 
get a snapshot of his heart when it's working. And uh, they're like, ah, not sure. We got to do a heart catheterization. So, you know, that's weird. And so then yesterday they, uh, they go in, and this is always so amazing to me, that they can go in with whatever device it is up a small little blood vessel and weave it through your body and actually look at what's going on specifically in your heart. Oh, my God. And they determined that what they suspected was it could be like a blockage of one of those coronary uh, blood vessels that feeds oxygen blood filled uh, oxygen filled blood to your heart. Could have been some type of blockage, but eh, it didn't make sense because uh, he, he didn't really have all the signs and symptoms of that and his cholesterol is good. And eh, so they, they weren't sure. But what ultimately they figured out was, no, it wasn't like blockage. It requires like a stent or some shit like that. He's got something called a myocardial bridge or something like that, where one of those blood vessels is kind of like almost uh, um, surrounded by heart tissue, which almost like chokes it to some degree, if you could picture that. So uh, good news, bad news. Well, actually, all just good news. Uh, Just some basic medication will regulate that. And so he's good to go. But I couldn't tell him uh, enough how impressed I was with the first sign of something going wrong. He, um, he got his ass to the hospital and I, it, it, that is the way to go, especially as we age fucking a don't fuck around with that shit. Get to the hospital. Thank you for doing that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But he's okay. And he's fine. Got to take the it's perfect timing. I mean, you got the fucking week off and now you're back home. Uh, Thanksgiving and then Friday and then Saturday and then Sunday back to work Monday. I'm so happy that you are okay. And I think we had a nice moment there with my dad. Um, truth be told, these two sweet souls, my dad and Paul, they oftentimes um, over the years uh, would cross paths like uh, Mr. Perry's funeral or, or a wedding and it's always nice. There's always a nice conversation. And then that's it, you know? And I think that um, when my dad's like, you, you distance me. Dad's going back to ancient history. Because when those two, uh, in the early parts of their relation, well, when I shouldn't say that. When Paul was a kid, my dad was not so nice. And uh, he was not nice at all. This was a different man. And well, I mean, uh, you know, when you, I don't want to, you know, uh, I don't want to say too much. I'll just, all I'll say is that Paul and Mike, my oldest brothers were not happy with my father at all, at all. Not, not good. So that's what you get. That's what you get. So if Paul is like, you know what? Uh, Good to see you. Nice to see you. And keep it at that. That's totally cool, too. I respect everybody's decision in any of this scenario, and I think I'm hitting the nail right on the head. Paul's a good man. Paul is uh, absolutely fan- fantastic. And he writes, in addition to good health, I got to talk to Ruben. He is a changed man, thanks to God. I love that. You've made me very happy with saying that. Very, very sweet. All right. So, you know, the long and the short of it is when 
my mom uh, married my dad. My mom, God rest her soul, had two children, Michael and Paul. And their father left when um, before Paul was even born. So my mother, uh, with the help of my grandmother, Irene, in St. Clair Shores, Michigan, uh, was left to fend for herself. And then she met my dad. My dad had a son at the time named Norman from his first marriage. Uh, so these two start dating. They get married, my dad and my mom. My dad adopts Michael and Paul. Um, then my mom and dad have two kids. Jim is next, and then Eric. So then we were all raised. Now, when I was growing up, uh, you know, my dad left the house at eight. There may have been moments that I saw Mike and or Paul running through the house in fear that my dad was going to kick their ass. And I think a time or two, he may have caught them. This is why you don't beat the shit out of your kids. You know, it uh, can have a long-term effect. And so, uh, you know, I think to this day, you might get conflicting stories about that, but I'm team Mike and Paul on this one. When you get older, you sometimes forget. I don't know, but thank God that um, time has at least caused the scarring so that these people could have uh, go ahead and have productive lives and, and uh, you know, shit like that. But I love them all. I love them all. I'm just tickled that you're here, Paul. Paul says, I think you saw Mike's penis growing up. Nope, nope. I don't think I've ever seen Mike's penis. The first penis I ever saw other than my own was my dad's. I'll never forget it. We were at a gas station urinal. And I was like, look at that thing. It's massive. Now, I don't know if it actually was gigantic, but maybe it was because mine was so small as a little boy. I was like, what the fuck? How does that even fit in your pants? Look at that thing. It's huge. I sure hope he's not watching this because I would be very, very awkward. Uh, when I see him tomorrow about penis, there's been a lot of talk about family members, penises on this show today. Let's just say that. Okay. I have not enough time left on this show and plenty of sponsors to still talk about and plenty of things that I want to share with you still on this show. Uh, before I get to that though, uh, do keep in mind that the great food giveaway happens on Thursday, uh, December 22nd, I believe. You know, I I forget it every time. Is that right? Yeah, it is right. So just under one month away. For the third year in a row, we get together on the side of the road at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. The first two years, we had 100 boxes full of Christmas dinner. This year... It's 200 boxes we will have. All right. Um, In every one of those boxes is a Christmas ham, 
uh, canned vegetables, bag of potatoes, big old jar of gravy in case you don't like to make your own, uh, King's Hawaiian rolls, and a pumpkin pie. Each one of those boxes has a price tag. We buy it from our friends at Meyer and Jenison. Josh from the Meyer, uh, Jenison Meyer, puts all this shit together for me. But it's a transaction. It's a cash transa- transaction. I go in. We buy the food. We put the food in a trailer. Uh, we box it all up. Mike Ball, thank you as always. And then we give it away. No questions asked. Um, there is expense, obviously, to uh, pay for all this. All right? And that's this is how we're doing it. I know it sounds ridiculous, but you're filling my Venmo and PayPal accounts, which I then tell you and keep you up to date as to how much money is in there. As we work our way right now, we're approaching $2,000. I'm thinking the cost of all of these meals will be north of $4,000. Venmo at Eric-Zaitunian, Z-E-I-T-U-N-I-A-N. Links in the show notes. PayPal at Eric Zane show. If you do do it on PayPal, give it as a gift and PayPal doesn't take any money out. We take all that money and then we buy the goods. I will need volunteers to help give away the food. That's always a good time. Uh, Megan says, do we have a time? 10 a.m. Noon. I'm sorry. That's Sarah. Do we have a time? 10 a.m. Noon. I think Megan has a time in mind and I I don't want to say what it is because I, of course, forget. Paul writes, how do you spell Zytunian? Paul was so pissed off when he was growing off, uh, when he was growing up about getting his ass kicked that his first fuck you, (coughs) excuse me, was I'm getting my name changed. (laughs) So he did. He changed his last name to my mother's name. Oh, eat shit. That is fucking sweet. I love that. Yes, he has my mother's name now. Rising. Great name, by the way. All right. Yeah, let us know what time. Need to take time off that day. I'm guessing uh, two-ish. I'm not sure what time, but I'll let you know. We got a month. Relax, relax, relax. It'll be okay. So there you go. That's what's up with the great food giveaway. Thank you. I got some donations yesterday. I appreciate that so very much. I never write it down. Um, let's see. And again, we're. St- I doubt we have even 20 people who've donated because I know a lot of people wait and that's totally cool. But the quicker we get the money secured, the less I stress, you know, and our, our, um, I mean, I, I, I got some big donations, $500 to $500 donations from, uh, Irvine's and Mike ball. Uh, there've been some other big ones. I see, uh, Sarah Rook, Ruck Roosh just dropped a ton of cash. I appreciate that so much. Um, and let's see, Lara, Lara in New Jersey. Thank you. And uh, there's probably a few more that I'm missing. If I've if I've missed you, I'm I'm so sorry. Brian, Brian M. Stevie, yesterday, thank you, Stevie. 
So keep them coming. Even if it's a dollar or five or 10, do not feel bad about that. You get no judgment, but our strength is in numbers. You know, I'm not Joe Rogan, but at the same time I've got, I mean, I, I get, you know, uh, 45, 50,000 people downloading the audio podcast every week. Okay. Uh, I, there, there's hundreds that listen and enjoy the show live every morning. So you know how it is. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Bosco's pub home of the new gaslight burger. Go to Bosco's pub in Hudsonville, Michigan. And enjoy. Best burgers in town. Uh, the drinks are cold. The drinks are stiff. The beers are cold. The burgers are the best. Drinks are stiff. So are the dongs at Bosco's Pub. Love Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. As you know, the place for audience members in West Michigan to get their vehicles repaired. 616-532-6600. E-R-Vines, Irvines.com is their website. I love them so much. They've really, um, I mean, not only do they help me in being a sponsor, but I have a trusted place to get my vehicles repaired. And now I've got other family members like my my son, Jim. The funniest fucking story in the world was, um, dad, this car is dead, my van. And I go, okay. Yeah, I can't get it into this other place. I go, well, I'll tell you what, just uh, take it to Irvine's. He gets the car there and, um, yeah, this is fantastic. If you haven't heard this story, it just happened. And, uh, well, the gas gauge is broken on this vehicle and Irvine's could not figure out why it wouldn't start. And then they went, uh Oh, and they put gas in the vehicle and it started up. They determined what was wrong with it. It had no gas towed to the facility everybody at the place is scratching their head ain't got no gas in it sling blade ain't got no gas in it holy shit i got jim the vehicle actually jim's one who told me he goes yeah the vehicle had no gas dad I go, oh my god but thank god he was there uh thank god it was there because they determined that the back brakes were ruined and he needed new brakes so we took care of that how funny is that it had no gas. <laughs> Referring to the gaslight burger, does the gaslight burger come with a side of black eyed peas? Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Um, dumpster divers, get a dumpster from dumpster divers. DumpsterDiversLLC.com. Call or text 616-375-9962 for dumpster divers. They're dumpsters. Okay, when it comes to a dumpster, you're just throwing shit in it. So, I mean, how much... What can I talk about that separates them from any other dumpster company? Well, two things. First of all, their dumpsters are tall, not long. They occupy less space. So if you're in tight quarters, you get a dumpster like that. It uh, can fit, all right? Uh, uses, uh, has the same amount of space capacities, uh, all their different size dumpsters, but doesn't, isn't so long in your freaking driveway. Also, priced cheaper. Most important, 
Dumpster divers, dumpsters are cheaper because, you know, the other dumpster guys, what they do is they, they, they put a weight limit on it and price it accordingly for a weight that you can't possibly attain even if you fill it full of shingles and bowling balls. Um, so dumpster divers are cheaper dumpsters. 616-375-9962 or dumpsterdiversllc.com. They also do junk removal and uh, demolition work. <clears throat> Understand that when you do the first hour of the show commercial free, this is what happens. It's either you're going to get it spaced out evenly during the show or you're going to get a big wad of sponsors. Either way, it you're going to get it. So, sorry for this big pile of sponsors that I'm just ramming down your throat, but it's kind of how it goes. This is how we stay in business. Hire me on Cameo, Cameo.com. Get your insurance from my policy shop insurance when it comes to healthcare.gov, Obamacare, Social Security, or Medicare. My policy shop insurance, Frank Fuss. Find him at 616-914-4070 or the website buyinsurancehere.com. One more, and then when I end the show in 15 minutes, I'll have three more. I know. Van Dyke Mortgage, uh, refinance your house, get money out of your home to pay off the high-interest credit cards. 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Any state in the U.S. with the exception of Alaska, Hawaii, Maine, and South Carolina. Okay, now we're back. Uh, I can't wait to play this for you. It's long, but it's great. It's not that. It's long, but it's great. Uh, Woody Harrelson is honoring... um, Michael J. Fox giving him the governor's award for his work at uh, being an advocate for Parkinson's disease. Michael J. Fox, who um, really, really fantastic. You remember that clip I showed you of him and guy who played Doc on Back to the Future of those two having that moment at that uh, Comic-Con or whatever. Uh, But... Here, this is this is great because Woody Harrelson is talking about how sweet and funny Michael J. Fox is, and he's just riffing. He's sharing anecdotal stories that, and I always love this, and I'm a huge fan of uh, of Woody Harrelson. Uh, hang on a second, I'm messing this up. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know if this is going to work. I'll be pissed off if it is. Oh, shit. Oh, hang on. Give me a second. Regroup. Regroup. After all of that, there. there. Is that it? Is it there? I don't think it is. Oh, embarrassing. Okay. Well, I'm going to save this then for the Patreon. I think that's what I'm going to have to do. Yeah. My, Oh, there it is. Oh, thank God. Thank God. That was almost terribly awkward. Okay. Here you go. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Uh, This guy is awesome. I love Woody award. It's given to an individual in the motion picture industry 
whose humanitarian efforts have brought credit to the industry. To his cause, Michael J. Fox has brought understanding, empathy, and resolve, and with it, inspiration to millions who now stand a little taller, speaking a voice a little stronger. Yeah, Jesus, he's feeling the effect of the tremors. Not only that, but he's making this water glass shake. And with it, inspiration to millions who now stand a little taller, speaking a voice a little stronger. And oh, Harrelson looks great. Look at him. Hold on just a little tighter to something all of humanity needs a whole lot more of, hope. I was at a party in Hollywood, and uh, I don't recall the specifics of the time, <laughs> other than it was in the mid-80s, and uh, it was a Thursday, uh, <laughs> and it, it was about 8.34 p.m., other than that, I don't really remember, but uh, naturally, I was in the kitchen where all good parties end up, and uh, I just stepped outside for a little air. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and suddenly, you know, I come back, seemed like everyone at the party just evaporated. So I walk into the living room, and, and there is everybody watching a television show. So I stopped and watched, and there was this kid who looked to be in high school on the screen, and he was electric. What he could do with a look or a pause. You know, I was watching a phenomenon in the making. And I mean, I, I think of myself as pretty funny, and very funny when I'm high. <laughs> But this guy was uh, a master class in comedy. And that was my first introduction to Michael J. Fox. <laughs> a year or two later, uh, he did Back to the Future. He was the biggest star in the world. And we were having a cheers Christmas party. I know you remember this, Mike. And he came by, and this was when I first actually got to meet him, and he was incredibly gracious. And he loved the show, and he, he loved my character, I will say. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he, was this, he has this amazing ability when uh, people approach him to tell him how great he is. He turns the tables, and he makes those, th those people feel great. And yeah. I would see him do this so many times. That's what I do with Kenny. I mean, I can't tell you how many times uh, Kenny has come up to me to tell me how great I am. And I've, ma I've made him feel wonderful. I think every time I've spoken to Kenny, I have never, ever made him feel bad. Times over so many years. Uh, you know, Mike, is, he's a genuinely great guy. I mean, what can I say? He's Canadian. Uh, and we, we, uh, we had a nice chat, and then he got up on stage with the band who was doing Johnny B. Good, and he did his solo from Back to the Future. And I can tell you, everyone from the Cheers cast and crew felt very lucky to witness this performance, other than one lady 
who was not feeling Christmassy and who promptly kicked him out. Ah! Yes. And that woman became my wife. Oh! Sorry, it's a cheap joke. No, but anyway. Uh, so I, I had this company making uh, round beach towels. So now when the, the sun moves, your towel doesn't have to. Yeah, this is, uh, I tell you, it was another one of those savant investments that's, that's really kept me in fine fettle all these years. Uh, so I brought over to Mike a couple of towels as an apology for getting kicked out of the party. And he said, let's hang out sometime. And I said, okay, yeah, let's hang out sometime. And, and we became good friends. Uh, a bit later, he recommended me for a part in a film called Doc Hollywood. And that's good, the old people cheering. Uh, but it, it, was, <laughs> it okay. was my leap from... Uh, By the way, he's fucking killing it. This is fantastic. I, I love shit just like this. Cheers to the big screen, and I owe it to you, Mike. And, uh, uh, but anyway, one morning while we were in Florida, his pinky was twitching, and he, he wasn't sure it was, if it was from the 20 minutes of slap boxing we'd done in the parking lot the night before. So he saw a doctor, who was the first doctor who suggested to him he might have Parkinson's. Uh, he told me, and I, I just couldn't believe it because there is such an invincible superhuman quality about Mike. All of you who know him know that's true. Well, he never missed a step, never wallowed in self-pity as I would have done, and uh, instead he turned a chilling diagnosis into a courageous mission. I went to visit him in Thailand when he was filming Casualties of War. And one night, Mike took us to the end of the jungle and we stopped at this little hut. And Mike, you know, ran out of the car. This kid runs up to him and he hands him like thousands of baht, which probably amounted to about $16. And then the kid led him to this little space that had a chest high uh, wall of concrete around it and they both jumped so over it. So I run up to the wall. I couldn't believe it. You know, I look in there and Mike is sitting next to this kid with dozens of cobras all around them ready to strike. And not, no jest. And, and, the, uh, and the kid was touring with these, with these cobras. He would stick his knee in front of them, you know? And then the, the cobra would try to strike and he'd just move his knee in time and then just smack him in the back of the head. He taunted a bunch of these cobras and then he found the orneriest cobra, grabbed it by the neck, threw it in a cage with the mongoose where I saw the craziest fight I've ever seen <laughs> between any animals other than studio executives. And uh, you, you guys know I'm kidding, of course. Uh, and the mongoose won. They took the snake, yeah, tied it by its tail, wrung the blood out, half filled four glasses with cobra blood and half with Thai whiskey. Drinking the cobra blood is called becoming brother to the snake. Um, Mike and I drank lots of things together. 
and he can hold his own. What can I say? He's Canadian. Uh, but Mike promptly vomited his snake cocktail. <laughs> he never could hold his uh, cobra blood. Uh, anyway, I said I thought what well, I thought I I thought it was one of the funniest jokes I ever said. I said, "Hey, Mikey, he likes it." Which, yeah, well, they didn't get it laughed then, but it's, it's gratifying. Now, anyway, <laughs> the famed acting coach, Stella Adler, reminded us that the word theater comes from the Greeks. It means... This is when he's reading. He just started. All of that was no reading. Now he's reading. The seeing place. It is a place people come to see the truth about life. Michael J. Fox never asked for the role of Parkinson's patient or disease advocate. But make no mistake, it is his greatest performance. Michael brought the world to the seeing place where we all feel invested in finding a cure for a cruel disease. Vulnerable, yes. A victim, never. An inspiration, always. And a That's fantastic. He's there. And a living, breathing symbol and singular voice to help advance progress toward a cure through the Michael J. Fox Foundation for Parkinson's Research. So far, he's raised over $1 billion for the cause. So, someone once told me, people will remember your example, not your advice. I mean, I advised him, is that necessarily true? No. But Mike, <laughs> Michael J. Fox sets the ultimate example of how to fight and how to live. And today, he is as beloved for his activism as he is for his acting. Please join me for a look at the life and a snapshot of the story of someone whose immense talent is surpassed only by the depth of his courage and his commitment to a cause. I love you, brother. And that's where it ends. I, you know, look, I'll just say this. Uh, that was all fantastic. Woody Harrelson is a freaking treasure. I love that guy. That was all, every bit of that was spectacular. My God, was that great. Talk about uh, uh, holding court. Absolutely awesome. Fantastic. Bravo, bravo, bravo. Uh, all right. We're winding the show up. Wrapping it up, I should say. No one says we're winding it up. Uh, Cameo.com, I talked about them. Buy a t-shirt, ericsaintshow.com. Book a party at TC Paintball, tcpaintballgr.com. Love you guys. We still got a plan. Paintball War number 21 uh, with TC Paintball. tcpaintballgr.com. Book a party. Uh, Reach out to them. At TC Paintball, go to the website. All the information you need is there. Could be workplace team building, kids in the neighborhood, bachelor party, bachelorette party, whatever it may be. Some bro time. 
Uh, blow off some steam and have some fun. TC Paintball, indoor-outdoor paintball in West Michigan. Thank you, Kent County Health Department. World AIDS Day coming up December 1. There is hope for people who are diagnosed with HIV, but you got to get diagnosed first. You got to take a test. Reach out to my friends at the Kent County Health Department. Accesskent.com slash health is how you do that. And batting cleanup today, A&E Heating and Cooling. 616-516-8579 to uh, get in touch with the immortal Joe Martinez, who installs the Comfort uh, Comfort Maker brand of furnaces and air conditioners. Uh, Get a furnace tune-up and cleaning, because if you haven't done that and that thing's working a little harder to uh, pump the warm air into your home, you are more likely to, first of all, run very uneconomically and potential for a breakdown is much higher. 616-516-8579. Yesterday's asshole of the day brought to you by TC Paintball was that pedophile Fred Rogers. Um, yesterday, the discussion of Fred Rogers, it kind of opened up the Pandora's box of the blues for our pal Kenny. Um, that, I, I have a feeling, hurt him in a way that we were talking about his beloved Fred Rogers that way. And it's not our fault that he's that Fred was like that. If you choose to not believe that, that is that's entirely on you. But that was the beginning of uh, Kenny getting the blues, and I hope now we have turned that around for him. And I hope now he is accepting that Fred Rogers... Mr. Rogers was, in fact, really into child rape. Today's asshole of the day. Do any of you have any nominations? We talked about... I don't even know what we talked about in the first hour. I think a lot of it was trying to bring real Kenny back in to the pack. Because he was upset. Had a wonderful time with Dear Meathead. Mm. Yeah, I don't I don't even know who the asshole of the day was. I'm writing the name down, but just because I have to put something down, I don't I don't in the spirit of Thanksgiving, no asshole of the day. I've got a nomination for uh, Nate Bull. Asshole of the day, Eric Zane himself. Why would I be the asshole of the day? I, I'm, I'm, I'm fantastic. I did nothing. Marvel Studios producer, Nate Moore. Don't know what that means. Nate for not answering your call. I can't do that. Nate's done nothing. Bob says, Kenny. When in doubt, just make it Dean. Asshole of the day, boring Dean, brought to you by TC Paintball, online at tcpaintballgr.com. That is my time today on the free podcast. We will be back with uh, the Patreon bonus podcast, ad-free Patreon bonus. Won't you please consider signing up for at least one month? See if you like it. 
Five or ten bucks a month, that is one of the ways that I stay in business because of the listener-supported ad-free Patreon content. Till then, have a great one, and I'll talk to you down the road. Thank you so much, folks. Bye-bye.